0: what's up you guys and welcome to another episode of the celebrate herself podcast i think it has been two weeks since i posted which i really apologize for but honestly just watch my vlogs like that's what i would have said anyway i just really had nothing to say <laughs> um but how is everyone doing how is everyone doing doing this week during the pandemic in recent news we have georgia saying they're going to reopen up And I just thought that the governor of Texas said there are things more important than living. And this just really makes me reflect on something I've kind of thought a lot about these past few years. Honestly, the past probably like five years, I want to say. And that's just that life is kind of a scam. And it's like, especially when you're really young, I think it really starts with like, your parents or your parental figures are just like, you know, adults in your life and you kind of start realizing like, huh, it's not like there are these like all knowing, I can do it all people. Like they're just people, you know, like no one really knows, you know, and that's kind of like a big realization I've had since becoming a young adult. (laughs) Some people are just really fucking stupid. And it's crazy that our Society and government is really founded on these principles of stupidity and also just the people that are making decisions for us are, you know, mostly just, like, dumb as hell. And that's just, like, really – it's, like, are we really surprised? Anyway, hope everyone's staying safe. If your stay opens up, don't fall for the scam, like, the – What would you even say? What did people say? Specialists? (laughs) Like actual people who know what the fuck is going on are saying, don't listen to that. As much as, you know, it can be boring staying in the house. Do you really? Oh, my God. I just like. (laughs) Uh, What the fuck? (laughs) I opened my Twitter to like see like reference the fucking article and the first thing I see is this girl's BBL that is like literally what the fuck you know when it's just like too much like it's like what the fuck I'm sure okay anyway yeah it's just not worth the risks. like people this is how you know Politicians or I guess, like certain politicians, people in power, et cetera, people at the top, billionaires. They really don't care about us and society and the public and, you know, the people that actually, like, you know, contribute to society um, because it's like you would rather just – like you're mad that – like you would rather just have more money in your pocket than keep People safe and healthy, because that's basically what it comes down to. There are more important things to living, like what, what, (laughs) name one, like what the fuck. Anyway, yeah, I feel like I don't know. It's just like weird. I feel like now I'm a lot less scared. I don't know. It's just like it's like I've a it's. Like, I'm, like, at a loss for words. But it's, like, I've accepted the lack of order and the lack of certainty. Like, I just feel more, like, huh about it rather than, oh, my God, what the fuck. Like, it's, like, okay. Um, and also, all this stuff about, like, reopening and whatnot, it just really reminds me of this quote that someone said at the beginning of all of this, of lockdown and whatnot. And it was that if, you know, lock, or lockdown and isolation and quarantine, if that all goes to plan, it will kind of seem like we're doing this for nothing because it's not like everyone's going to be sick, you know, versus if they were like, whatever, then it's like everyone would be sick. So it kind of just feels like, oh, it's like, it's not that bad, but it's like, that's because people are staying inside and avoiding, avoiding large crowds and whatnot. Did you guys see that? I think it was like a flyer, but they were like, oh, protest to to make the city open everything up. And they're like, if you're sick, still come. And someone was like, did the virus write this? Like, the fuck? My apartment building had to send us this notice that they're going to have a protest close to me. I don't know when, but a protest, like, in favor of opening back up. (laughs) It's just like, no, what the fuck? Like, I really think everyone... Like, I was talking to my neighbor. She was like, oh, yeah, probably by next month things will be normal. It's like, no, they won't. (laughs) the fuck? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's just, like, people will have a lot of, like – It's, like, that's just not how life works. And you just have to think about, like, everything that happens happens so, like, gradually and naturally. Like, it wasn't, like, overnight. You know, we were just suddenly on lockdown. We had never heard of this before. Like, all of a sudden – like, it's not going to be, like, all of a sudden – life is back to normal, you know? And I even think of different examples like, I don't know, like losing weight or gaining weight or that's just like the first example that comes to mind that like, I feel like people talk about a lot. Um, but even just like, you know, just changing, like everything just changes They're like a flower, a plant growing. Like it's not like all of a sudden one day it's just like magical. Like nature is just so – gradual and like i don't want to say slow moving but you know compared to a lot of our attention spans it is very slow moving so you know it was like november december maybe even before that i don't really remember that we had started hearing about this and it was just kind of like lol and just like gradually you know oh this plane came to the u.s all the people on that plane are being held and it's like oh that's kind of weird All of a sudden, like, oh, there's more cases, there's more cases. Like, it it just was so gradual. So it's going to, like, end that way, too, I would suspect. Like, it's not, like, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, one week from now, it'll no longer be an issue. Life will be right back to how it was a few months ago. Like, that's just not how I see this happening. Just from, like, a logical, like, let's observe how life really does occur point of view, if that makes sense. Like, (laughs) again... Well, not like I said this before, this should just go without even saying, but like, it's not like I'm a specialist or like, I, I don't know, but I just don't want to have that like false hope because it's just like, you're just going to be disappointed. Um, That's not to say like, man, don't manifest or don't, you know, try to have a positive attitude, but it's just like, I don't think life will ever be how it was before. Like they're already talking about like some colleges won't reopen like ever, and you know, just especially with people working from home and whatnot. A lot of things that you know, people said couldn't be done before, they're now doing like, I don't know, public transportation being free and you know, giving money to people who need it, like just little things like that. I mean, not that that's a little thing, but you know, like all these like examples, it's like, okay. It just really makes you think. And I was actually looking into because I remember in school learning about the black plague or the bubonic plague. Um, and so I was just kind of researching that, just looking it up, just to kind of like jog my memory and be like, wow, like shit really be happening. And I think it was that that began. I don't know, there was some sort of economic transformation that happened after that, like, as a result of that. Because they just had to start doing things differently. Because during that, like, the Silk Road, which was, like, the trade routes that would happen, um, that had to be disrupted because they just, like, couldn't do that because they would carry the disease. Oh, my God. Like, it's just, like, so interesting how things happen. And, again, like, everything is so gradual. Yeah, I don't know. That was just really interesting to me. Do you guys remember reading that book? What was it, like 1772 or something? But it was about the yellow fever. Like, I want to reread that. That was like a popping book in middle school. <laughs> but it's just like so interesting. Like, it's also crazy to think that, you know, me researching the bubonic plague, like, wow, that's so crazy. But it's like we're kind of like, <laughs> it's like we're really living through history. And I know you probably like see the tweets about that and you probably thought that yourself. But it's really just like crazy. Yeah, I don't know. On one hand, I want to keep this podcast like, oh, like, yes, let's, you know, let me give you some chill vibes. Like, let's not talk about this that you know, every other place. Like wherever you go, you're gonna hear about this or talk about this or read about this, whatever. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I feel like if I share my thoughts, hopefully it'll make you feel better and we'll just feel like less alone. So yeah, those are the vibes. Um, uh, moving on. These attachment style, or this attachment style quiz has been really popping off recently. Let me know if you took it and what your results are. But I took it and I got 50% secure. And then I got 30, it was like 30 or something, like 30 something. I don't know if it was exactly 30. Um, But I got, what was it? What the fuck? Wow, I really just like, let me look it was like fearful avoidant, I believe. And then I was reading what that really means. And and it was basically like, oh, you have a fear of being used. So you pull away. Yeah, fearful avoidant. So it was like, you can feel used, you pull away like prematurely. Um, you like, don't want to have to rely on anyone. And even though that was like only 30%, I was still like, damn, like low key facts. Like I feel like the 50% secure for me, that just, that does make a lot of sense. First of all, just because I feel like I grew up in a home that for the most part, I did feel like loved and, you know, I was like shown that as a child and whatnot. So it just makes sense that naturally, like I would kind of just have that security in interpersonal relationships, but then when I think about like starting you know when I first i guess started talking to boys, became sexually active, like all of that, I definitely had a lot of instances where I did feel used, whether it was for sex or coins or clout or whatever, like I just always kind of felt and even in friendships as well, I just always like I can just think of a lot of circumstances or instances where I did just feel like used or taken advantage of. And I feel like um, I've also learned a lot from that over these past however many years it's been. So now like that's just way less of an issue because I became aware of it and then was able to like kind of trace the root cause of it. And now like if I do feel that, it's like, you know, I'm able to reflect and be like, okay, why am I feeling this way? That's kind of like a I think the health or one of the healthiest ways to deal with emotions and whatnot, because we really are like completely responsible for our emotions and like, yeah, it may go back to like childhood things or things that people did do to us, but it's like, okay, we're, we can take charge now, you know, and we can be responsible now and we can take accountability for that. And I think by doing that, it like gives you the power to then fix it or to like, I don't know if fix it would be the word, but you know what I mean? Just, like, do something about it. Become aware of it. Like, heal from it. So I would love to hear what your guys' attachment styles are. But I just thought mine was, like, super accurate. Dare I say accurate? And it just made a lot of sense. Um, But, yeah, I just love – I feel like – let me know if you can relate. But I feel like during this quarantine – I was talking about this with my friend as well. I've just been reflecting so much and not even really consciously, but I just feel like all these random memories are like coming to surface. And I'm just like thinking about the past so much and just kind of reflecting on like things that happened, personal growth, like all the things I've learned. And I feel like naturally I'm just one to kind of do that. Like I just, I don't know, I I like, you know, personal growth. I like reflecting, I like journaling, all of that stuff. But it's just been, like, just almost naturally, like, it's just been happening a lot more. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of cool. Like, it can definitely be painful at times or certain memories. But it's cool to, like, reflect and, like, make. Like, I love making um, connections, I guess. Like, oh, my God. Like, that, this, I just remember this happened. That must be why I felt this way when this happened. Like, stuff like that. I just love that. Even though it can be hard, it's like it's just rewarding, I guess. So anyway, yeah. Um, learn your attachment style, you know, do some reflection. I think this is a great time for that. Get your little journal out, get your little mental journal out, even as well. But yeah, so now I asked you guys on IG to just ask me like topics or whatnot. And I just thought this would be a good opportunity to, you know, just freely chat. Freely, oh my god. I did not even mean to link that, but um, because I haven't like podcasted in a couple weeks. So this is just a good opportunity to talk about all the stuff that maybe we missed. Okay. So let me go to my IG. Someone says, have you downloaded any dating apps during quarantine? And what are your thoughts? And a couple people did ask stuff about like dating and dating apps during all of this. So I feel like Okay, I will say first of all, I did re-download some dating apps. I have gone, I think in my life, like a total on a total of like one or two dating app dates. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my name's Okay, sorry. I thought someone was looking at me, but they're not. Okay, anyway. Um, and they're just like honestly not for me. Like I really re-downloaded them just for the entertainment and also. I like putting my IG in the bio because then, like, people will follow me on IG. So with that being said, that's just, like, more of a personal, I don't know, decision, realization. Like, I just personally have never really had a good experience with a dating app. It's not like I've had really bad experiences, but it's just, like, annoying. And, like, I'm always just like, ew, let me delete this. So I really just downloaded it out of boredom, but am I talking to anyone on there? No. <laughs> but that's just kind of my, like, thoughts. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it can be a good tool, and I know on certain ones, like, I think Tinder has, like, the passport thing, so you can meet people in other locations, and then Hinge has this, like, a, like, virtual date. Like, you can, like, I don't know if you can, like, FaceTime them in the app. Like, I haven't done it. I don't, wouldn't know, but... There's something like that. So, I mean, it can be a good way to meet people. And I know there are success stories, but I just feel like for me, like, I just can't. I saw – I think it was a TikTok or it was someone's vlog. I don't remember, but they were saying, like, I don't know how I'm ever going to meet, like, my husband. Because if any man comes up to me, I'm like, he'll get away from me. And I was like, I literally – me in my head, like, (laughs) me to the person. But I'm like, I feel that because it's like if I don't – if you don't have, like, a reference or – Like, I don't know you through somebody. I'm like, ew, this is a threat. Like, what do you want from me? Like, what are your intentions? And I feel like that's just kind of like a natural thing, you know? Especially as women, like, we're so used to just being catcalled and being harassed. And, like, there's just always these constant threats. Even if they're empty threats, it's still, like, that anxiety of someone talking to you or someone approaching you and you don't know, like, are they going to ask me what time it is? Are they going to ask me if I have a boyfriend? Are they going to, like threaten me like it's just real scary and uh, yeah um yeah (laughs) so that's kind of my thoughts I mean I guess it's like no harm in downloading dating apps but I just am like yeah whatever (laughs) also as far as just dating during this time in general uh, I don't even know I feel like FaceTime is your best bet it's like how to meet new people I guess just on the internet Whether or not it's on a dating app, like just on IG, on Twitter, you know, any TBTs, like that's not to say that you have to like make it serious. But I don't know if you're bored, like FaceTiming someone can, you know, provide some entertainment. That's kind of how I feel. Like I'm just kind of like whatever. And I feel like even though it's like I feel like I have more time because I, am you know, I don't have to go do anything it's like I still feel busy because I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, I need to take a nap now. Oh, I'm watching this show. Nobody bother me. Like, oh, I'm working out. A, like in my living room. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm always like kind of doing something. So that's I don't know. That's kind of how I have been feeling. Okay. Um, let me see. Yeah, there's like a lot of a lot of questions about dating. Favorite fast food and your order. So uh, think. I would have to say probably Starbucks, but I know that's not what you mean. <laughs> I haven't had Starbucks in so long. But let me think. Is Veggie grill a fast food? But I really like the nachos from there. Um I would probably have to say Chick fil A, even though I've only had that once in my mukbang. I feel like I don't know. I didn't really grow up eating fast food. Like, I have had some fast food, but I just remember it would always make me feel sick as a kid, and I don't know. I just wasn't really, like... Like, my parents were just very conscious in raising us healthy, and, like, for that, I'm really grateful. Um, like, very blessed. But, yeah, I feel like Chick-fil-A is probably the only one that I would eat. Um, I did have the Impossible Burger... From, I think it's the Impossible, right? It's not the Beyond, but from Fatburger, that was good. Yeah, it's like I'm only really going to eat the vegan options, but I guess I would eat, like, a Chick-fil-A. Or, like, Veggie Grill, but I don't know if that counts as a fast food. It's kind of, like, a step above. Like, it's not, like, like you know, their burgers do be, like, $12. And <laughs> way, let me think. Dealing with overthinking while stuck in quarantine – this I definitely feel. I feel like sometimes I can really think myself into a bad mood or just into being like sad. So I mean, I don't know. There's one thing to like deal with your emotions and then there's another thing to just kind of like unnecessarily wind yourself up and like make yourself upset. So if I feel like that, I just try to like take some breaths and really ask myself like, am I actually sad or am I just like overthinking this and I have really like You know, there's nothing else going on necessarily. So this is like, you know, what my brain decides to really focus on. And sometimes it does feel really good to cry or I don't know. I know people say like punch their pillow. I can relieve stress. But you know those memes where they're like me after a mental breakdown and they're like singing, skipping through a field. It makes sense because if you cry, you're releasing that emotion. So then on the other side of it, you're like, good, like it's gone. Like you're over it. You went through it. So it's, like, that's actually very reasonable. So if you feel like you have to cry, bitch, cry. Like, I wish that crying was more accepted, especially for, like, boys and men, you know. It's, like, it's healthy. Like, you're going to feel better after. It's like throwing up. Like, you feel so disgusting, gross. Oh, my God, I don't want to do it. And then you do it. And then afterwards, it's, like, wow, well, whole new world. I really realized that. Like, so sorry to talk about throw up. Sorry if you are triggered. But... I was so scared to throw up as a kid and I didn't throw up. I've said this so many times. It's like probably the most fun fact about me, but I didn't throw up from the time I was eight to the time I was 18. Like I went 10 years without throwing up just because I didn't want to, like I was scared. And then I finally threw up and it just really made me realize like, wow, love it. Like not like, oh my God, I love throwing up, but it's just like why was I scared of this? Like you feel so much better afterwards. Yeah. It sucks to be nauseous and have that feeling of like wanting to throw up, but then you get through it, bitch. Same with crying. Like you'll feel better. So what a better time to release emotion than when you're just like in your house. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, how to stay healthy during quarantine. I've just been really trying to you know, work out regularly still go outside. I don't want to say as much as possible, but like If it's nice out, if I feel like it, if I feel like I need to move my body, I'll go on a walk, get some vitamin D and whatnot, some endorphins. And as far as food, I've just been trying to eat a lot of veggies, just buying more healthy stuff because if you don't have it in your house, you're not as likely to eat it. So I mean, I still get some treats, but I I mostly get healthy stuff. I mostly eat healthy stuff, a lot of veggies. And yeah, it's like, what can we really do? That's not to say you should, like, f- you know, freak the fuck out and be like, oh, my God, like, I can't gain any weight or I can't, like, whatever. But, you know, just trying to stay healthy so you feel good because then you'll mentally feel better. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Ooh, how did you start your podcast and why? Honestly, I, I don't know if I just decided to or if someone, like, if people were re- requesting it. But I do remember when I was literally nine years old, I had this tape recorder and I got some like empty, like just blank tapes and I would record radio shows. Like I would do them with my friend in fifth grade, but then also I would just like do them. So I've always kind of loved like just, I guess you would say talking. (laughs) Um, But yeah, then I think in 2015 I started it and people fucked with it. So I just kind of kept doing it. It was kind of like on and off for a while. But yeah, people would always request it. So here we are today. How to get over someone or a situation you know wasn't good for you anyway, but it still hurts. Ooh. I would say, I would say, I don't know. I feel like time, like especially if it's a person, you just really have to like distance yourself. And that means like, not just like, oh, don't talk to them, but like, don't look at their social media Don't text them, like delete their number, block their number. Like you just really have to like put it away. Like if you're always checking up on someone, they're always going to be in your mind, you know, and you're always going to be triggered. Like, what is this tweet about? Like, oh my God, is this about me? Or like, wow, they're really like having fun without me or like whatever it may be. So you just have to like, no, like don't let yourself block them, like delete them. Just don't do it. Yeah, I feel like time is like, it really just takes time. Like, distractions and time, but then also just, like, emotional healing and, like, letting yourself get through it. I hope that's helpful. I don't know. That's just kind of, like, I guess the most general advice I could give to that topic. Yeah. What does Celebrate do for fun during lockdown? Um, I pretty much vlog, workout, go on a walk, um, eat, sleep, watch Netflix, watch YouTube, make a YouTube FaceTime, clean, do my makeup, take a bath. Those are the main things. Um, let me see. What is your favorite social media content that came from quarantine? I think just like all the memes about it. And, you know, I feel like a lot of us do use humor to deal with stuff, so just seeing these humorous tweets and TikToks, I feel like it really just like, it's like, okay, you know, LOL. It's just, it's funny. It's like, okay, relatable. And like, yes, we can really all get through this. So that's all I'm going to answer for now. Cause some of these I do want to save for like next week, if I don't have any ideas, but thank you so much for listening. I was going to say watching. Um, and don't forget to tweet me a screenshot. I just me a screenshot so I can repost, retweet. And if you have any topic suggestions or questions or things you want advice on, don't hesitate to DM me on, I guess, anything. Mostly IG, though. Um, And yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone.